T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Wow. That was the best one we've ever had. Real deal Holyfield. Holy cow. That was like click click boom level of like amazing double click for the pop of the can the timing was nice you can't tell but you you can't see but you can probably tell from my voice i got a big smile on my face yes well, i got you, a big one you put your, your your little thingy under the what do you call it the pull tab the tab the tab yeah and because i said all right let's go and then i had to close something and then start a new file and then hit record so you were just waiting mm-hmm. with anticipation and then you popped it and uh, it was so nice. That's what she said. That is what she said. <laughs> Welcome into Beers on Us. Uh, this Hola. is this is an episode we said we would do last week, but we didn't have enough time to get into it. And uh, so we will do it this week. And it's just, we got a lot of good feedback. Patrick said he heard a lot of it. I saw some of it the, about the episode that kind of got a little bit more deep, or a lot of bit more deep, if you want to really be honest about it, about how COVID has affected all of us and how our habits have, have changed and how it relates to going out to bars and beer drinking and all that kind of stuff. And we said, why don't we try to figure out a way to do a, do an episode where we say, what are some ideas to break out of the monotony to break out of this rut that a lot of us are, are in? I, I, I know that I am personally, I'm sure a lot of people are in a rut. And so we'll, we'll kind of try to attack that. I'm, I'm going into this with basically nothing planned for myself, I kind of just want it to be an open-ended conversation <clears throat> of like, here's some ideas or thoughts on things that I have been doing or want to do or, or can do to kind of make it feel like life is back to normal again. Yeah. Is I that think, a right way of looking at it? I think that's a great way to look at it. I, I've been kind of thinking about it over the last you know days or so, and I, I, I think I have at least, I can only attest to my end. I can't. I can't really speak to you, Mike, or or the people out there listening, but I, I think I have some ideas on my end. I don't know necessarily the root of the cause, but I think I found a solution. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about it last week, and to put it bluntly, the root of the cause is almost like just depression. I mean, we're all just kind of just in this- stale, kind yeah. of, nah. well, well, here's the thing with depression, and as somebody who's had depression in his life, and I've, I've alluded to it on the podcast before, it makes things that you like- not fun anymore. Yeah. You, you lose interest in your passions because everything is just a cloud. But at the same time, 
you can get really jacked about something about a new Star Wars show, but it's anime and you're not really an anime guy, and that could be why you're down. Right. I'm talking more like... Did that make any sense to anybody? Well, you're talking about a depression on some specific thing. I'm talking more of like a broad Ah. depression that you may be suffering from just because COVID's been really hard on a lot of people. Taz, Taz. Um, I do think that's just a lot of the reason why this has happened. But come anyway. at me, come at me about why you're tired of wearing a mask. Boy, do I got stories for you. <laughs> um, so that'll be the episode today. Subscribe, rate, review wherever you find us. Download the episodes: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Odyssey, Stitcher, Omni, Tending to the Fan dot com, Instagram dot com slash Beers and Us is our currently really really lazily run page by both of us. It's both of our faults. Um, <sighs> We haven't posted anything in like three weeks, so or more. I know, but, not even like episodes. Like, hey, no. I mean, I, I'm the same as you, man. I've been just like, I'm like, oh, that's right. We have an we have an Instagram page. <laughs> I mean, it's Wednesday. It's seven twelve right now, and we're recording this because we have something else to do afterwards. Right. This is the only hour each week we've been able to record for the last four weeks, which will end next week. Yes, we'll have a little bit more time. No, to do it, it won't. It'll end two weeks. There from you now. go. There you go. Um. So anyway. That's our own problem. Don't worry about it. Instagram.com slash beers on us. You can DM us there. Uh, Twitter slash uh, or at beers on us pod. Facebook.com slash beers on us. Other social pages and our personal pages. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick's at P Diddy 085 on both Twitter and Instagram. Weekend beer wise, very simple for me. I wound up uh, going through most of the rest of that pumpkin box that I bought. Uh, yeah. Um, at, at the end of it, I started getting sick of the pumpkin flavor. Yeah. I was a little bit too uh, eyes bigger than my stomach in terms of like, look at all these interesting beers. And then all of them have the same flavor because they're all <laughs> pumpkin beers. Shocking. I one's got bored ju- of that flavor. One's just more boozy or one might be a stout. Look out. Two of them were stouts. <laughs> one was more boozy and one was classic. You're pumpkin like, ale. you're really excited for the stout because you know it'll have more complex characters. Yes. To it. It's, just it's not the first a time. Ale. It's the first time that I liked coffee in a beer because it cut the pumpkin flavor. <laughs> And it was something new. Yes. Uh, so I, I've gone through most of those. Beyond that, I did go to Von Ebert last Friday for dinner. Which one? I did not go to Mexican, like I told you. Uh, oh. Uh, she changed. My girlfriend changed her mind from Mexican to uh, burgers or sandwiches. And I was like, well, let's go to Von Ebert then. You go to the Pearl? Yes. Interesting. Um, you went on Friday? I did. Gotcha. Were you there on Friday, but on the other one? I was not. Oh. Okay. You had this look of like... I'll get to my weekend beer. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I went on Friday, and uh, I got myself a... I think I just went with the classic volatile substance. I saw they had a fresh hop on there, and I went, you know what? I'm going to go with classic volatile. And I actually bought myself a four-pack as well from uh, from Levin. Shared the pretzel. Had their, uh, their smash burger that I like very much. Girl, girlfriend got a sandwich and it was enjoyable. So my weekend beer was literally just volatile substance and way too much pumpkin beer, and uh, that was it. So not, nothing crazy, nothing special. That's just kind of what I what I've been living with. Uh, my weekend beer kind of coincides with um, kind of the topic at discussion today. Um, so I don't want to get too much in it into it uh, without you know spoiling the lead. Uh, what I did was I drank a lot of beers that are kind of in my wheelhouse. And I went somewhere that is kind of in my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. and so it was just again nothing special. You're not gonna, I'm not gonna blow your mind by anything, anything I did. Um, I think I had today because uh, I was watching the U.S. men's national team play Costa Rica. I think today I've had my last fresh hop. Yeah, I had a pint of the Decine fresh hop from Sun River, and I had half a pint of 
Crikey from Rubens. And both of them were excellent. I was very happy with them. Low on the vegetal, which is kind of more my thing, and just tasted like a real hopped up clean West Coast. And I kind of like made my peace with it and said, you know what? This was good. Thank you. I'll see you next year. Well, I think that's kind of what my decision of Von Ebert was mirroring was Mm -hmm. I had the choice to get fresh hop volatile, which normally would really just jazz me up to try that beer. And I just was like, I just want the regular volatile substance. Like I I know this just won medals. Like I, this is the freshest batch. Like let's try and true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, that was my weekend beer. Let us know what your weekend beer was. Instagram.com slash beers and us. You can DM us there. Um, okay, so for the topic at hand is how to break out of the rut, and I just want this to be an open conversation. Patrick has ideas already, so I guess I'll let you start, and then we can just bounce off each other from that. But um, you know, this and this can go beyond beer as well because it is it is something that is affecting everybody differently. But we've we've reached such a point of exhaustion with all that has been going on, literally everything that's been going on. And not having a lot of ways to deal with it other than wait and hope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a lot of things, it's just everyone's tired. Right. And people <clears throat> are burned out at their jobs. They're they're tired of all the, the political discourse. They're tired of the non-political discourse. Everyone's angry all the time. Uh, I'm speaking for myself, but I've talked to plenty of other people who feel similarly. It's just right now everyone's just like, oh, my God. here, This is happening now. Great. What's everyone going to get angry about now? Oh, everyone's angry again. I'm shocked and I'm tired. Um, Are there ways, especially in this, still in this COVID world, although I I did hear something that some people think that the Delta variant could be the last surge we see. Um, There's there's mixed thoughts on that, but some, some scientists believe it could be the last one. Still in this COVID world, what are things that we can do to kind of reinvigorate ourselves, both as beer drinkers and as human beings? Well, I, you know, again, like I said, I can only kind of attest to my experience over the last couple weeks and, and honestly, the last four or five weeks. Something that I've noticed in my life is, you know, I can be honest here, you know, and I, you know, I don't even care if my bosses are listening or not. I have overstretched myself and I'm fully aware of it. Um, I'm working two jobs at the same time and I'm exhausted and I'm tired. I'm overworked by self-inflicted and both of my jobs I, I love to death. So they're not, you don't feel like cumbersome by doing something you absolutely despise. So that's kind of what put me in a little rut. And what I discovered is this is kind of what I was alluding to in my week in beer is that I kind of went back to the well, but I went back to the well in kind of a little more deeper realm okay uh there are some things that have been transpiring outside of my life that are out of my control in in mainstream media that have helped me along with this okay baseball playoffs are here i love baseball okay been watching a ton of baseball playoffs that has helped me i saw this morning the official trailer for the new documentary called get back by peter jackson about the beatles recording let it be One of my all-time favorite albums, number one by far for the Beatles. I watched that and was like, oh, man, this is great. I started listening to music that I don't listen to anymore for the sake that I'm trying to listen to new stuff. And I went back and listened to some of that stuff and was like, oh, man, I love George Michael. I absolutely love George Michael. 
and then slide it over to the beer realm. What I tried to do in my best way is I went back and I started not thinking about beer in this sense. I started buying different styles, but they were styles of things that you know me that I love. Heater Allen Pilsner, Breakside Wanderlust, things like that. And I stopped thinking about it as trying and drinking beer. I looked at it as, hey, man, you remember you like drinking beer. Go back to that. Go back to that. And I think so much because I'm, I'm starting a new job with a new company and I'm, you know, way over my head and trying to learn things on the fly and, and adapt and fresh hop season has been crazy. And so most of my conversations get dominated by that. And then I sat down at the bar maybe last week or so and was chatting with somebody and we were just talking about beer. I had a customer last night. I had to work in the pub. Customer last night asked me what what was. They said I'll have a dystopia, and I said you want the fresh hop or the regular. They're like they looked at me like I was crazy. Well, what's the difference? And I was like, oh well, one is fresh hopped and one's the one's not. Thinking they just would know, they didn't. So I had a fun little five minute conversation with them about the difference between fresh hop and non fresh hop, and then it clicked. It was like, bro. I think when it comes to beer, and I think when it comes to life on a larger scale, I might have been taking things a little too seriously. And I don't know what it was that kicked in, but it kind of realized like, hey, man, you got to let go for a moment. There was a time in my life where I was a very angry, emotional, on the cuss, off the off the cuff kind of reactionary person. And I've worked really hard over the last two, three years to kind of pull myself out of that. And I think because I have done that work, I was able to notice it, realize it, accept it, and pivot. And kind of said, hey man, forget it. Let go. Put that George Michael on. How many times have you heard let it be from start to finish? Don't care. Put it on. How many times have you had Heater Allen Pilsner, Breakside Wanderlust? I don't care. Put it on. And just chill i've been i've i've had i've had a soda probably every day over the last two weeks of my life i'm not a soda drinker i try really hard to keep that out of my life but it's made me feel good and i would like to kick that but it's made me feel good it's like a temporary thing Yeah, yeah and i think that's what it is i've always laughed about this There's little things that I would do throughout my life to try to remind me of being a kid again. My best example is is soda. The mix, the graveyard. When you mix them all together, trash can, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while I would do that because it reminded me of being a kid again. And I'm trying to do stuff like that, whether it reminds me of my dad, whether it reminds me of my sister or my mom or my partner or old friends, long gone, things like that. It's like, hey, man. You're okay. Just give yourself a moment to breathe. And in beer, it's been huge. Just having conversations about like our beer of the week today is, I think, really cool because of random conversations I've had with random strangers that was just about beer, not about distribution, not about who's good and who's not, not about the seasonal change from fresh hop to winter ales, not about any of that just being excited about something that I love. And I've been fortunate enough that I've been seeking out those things to find to catapult me back into the love of the things that I love. 
it's interesting. I'm kind of getting a couple things out out of what you're saying. Some of it's helpful for me too because I I haven't fully gotten out of the rut for myself yet. Um, funny enough, you mentioned the soda thing. I just did this yesterday for myself. I uh, I am very particular during the week about trying not to eat too much. In fact, I probably eat a little too little during the week okay. because I kind of give myself the weekends to eat what I want, and I'm just trying to keep it a somewhat reasonable weight i'm I'm a heavy guy but i'm just trying to keep it a somewhat reasonable weight and yesterday i just got this hankering for peanut m&ms funny enough today is m&m day na- uh, national M&M oh that's day. funny and so funny my girlfriend got uh a container of like little mini uh from trader joe's little mini reese's peanut butter cups and i had one last night and i was like this is so good you have to get this away from me and i put it away from me i ate five more after well yeah and i was just like i don't give an f well i, I don't I, care I, so I went to CVS and I was like, hey, let me just look at the candy aisle. And I found those exact mini Reese's, by the way, and some peanut M&M's. And I got myself both. And I was I was sitting there going, this is something that you normally wouldn't do, especially on a Tuesday. But you had a hankering for it. And why not? You're an adult. Do whatever the F you want. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I cracked them both in the car on the way to work, picked at them, you know, had some as, as a little dessert last night and just kind of like picked through it. And that was... That was one thing that gave me a little joy, something I would always tell myself no. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because it's it's dangerous when we're saying this. It's don't like go do heavy drugs you used to do <laughs> because you've been telling yourself no. But like, God, I really miss the dragon. I should chase it again. But like the bad little, idea, the little joys, you know, those little things that maybe it's like, oh, I'm I'm 32 and I shouldn't be eating peanut M and M's before I go to work on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Well, screw it. I'm 32. I can do whatever the hell I mm-hmm. want. So that's one thing I did do. Another thing that's something that I've done in the past that is a helpful tip for anybody who is struggling or going through a rut is if you're in a pattern or routine, which almost all of us are, you know, you've got your rhythm, you do the same thing every day, you take the same way to work, change the way you go to work. Yeah. Um, Just the slight little difference in like what you're looking at just makes you more present and Mm -hmm. makes you more aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Exactly. For some people that's difficult. There might be only one or two ways to get to work. Um, but if there's like a sideway that takes you 10 minutes longer, try it, you know, and, and, and that will help kind of change the, it, it'll make you more present mm-hmm. and you won't be stuck in whatever you're thinking about. You'll be like, Oh, I have to turn here. Look at this random store. I just saw right here. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing. Look at this. Uh, Oh, look at that idiot in the car. Like you're paying more attention because you're not just on cruise control, taking the exact same road you take every single day, uh, during rush hour or not just to get to work or home. Oh, that's one thing. Another thing too, and this is something I, I want to start doing, I just haven't done yet, is is kind of what you're saying is go back to the classics. Go back to the basics. Things that you have neglected because you just are like, ah, I just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Some of that is a product of your own brain just not really wanting you to do anything. Right. Well, and so if you if you go back if you're like, whatever your hobby is, right? If I mean for me it's gaming, and that's a good example. But if you haven't been gaming, if you haven't been Dancing, if you haven't been crocheting, I, I don't care. Cooking, whatever it is that you like to do, because you're just kind of like, eh, I don't feel like it. Well, force yourself to do it once or twice, because that will kind of help bring some of the joy back, because you're going to realize, oh, yeah, I do like doing this. I do like <clears throat> I, I do like cooking this meal. Mm-hmm. I do like playing this game. I do like dancing to this, or you know, whatever it is. If you haven't been working out, go work out. It's yeah. a natural way to feel better. Um, and then that kind of leads into your beer thing. And something that I, I'm going to try to do because it's sort of what I did with volatile substance, but it was just more, hey, I'm going to buy a four pack and here it is, um, is just because we 
talk about all the time on the podcast that it's good to expand your boundaries, try new things, is that sometimes it's okay just to go back to old reliable. So I think for me this weekend, you know what mm. I'm going to do? Mm. I'm going to go to Market Detroit's probably on Saturday. Blackview Porter. No, I'm going to just go to the stout section to get almost all stouts. Go. I'm going to stop looking at the other three sections uh-huh. and like, oh, let me try this brewery or let me try this style. And it's like, my favorite style is stout. Mm-hmm. So why not get myself a couple of stouts for the day or weekend? Mm-hmm. So I'm probably just going to do that. Yeah, I. it, it was so funny. Sunday, <clears throat> I, had, I had a day with my partner, just the two of us, and we were kind of, she came over to my place and I, I live in North Portland and it was kind of like, what do, what do you want to do? And she was like, well, let's grab, you know, we, we, we decided we were going to grab lunch somewhere. And I said, well, where do you want to grab lunch? What do you want? You know, you want to, are we, are we day drinking a little bit? Do you want to, you know, whatever, fill in blah, 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 fill in the blanks. And she goes, I feel like a beer. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> and we went to Von Ebert in the Pearl. And we sat down and I ended up ordering the modern noble pills Something like that. It was a new Pilsner on draft that was like nude school meets old school. And I saw the fresh hop volatile. I saw all the other hoppy stuff that I usually really like from there. And I just went, nope, I want the Pilsner. That's how I feel right now. And we ordered smash burgers and she got fries and I got a salad. And when it came to us, the salad dropped and she looked at me, she goes, you got a salad? And I was just like, yeah, I just kind of felt like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then after that, we went to Powell's and and walked around, and she got some stuff for the kids. And I was looking around. I, I went through the whole. I went to only one section of Powell's. I went to the sci-fi section. That is the only room I will ever go to in Powell's, the and gold I, room. And I walked up and down every aisle. I loved And it. read, you know employee choice, read the little blurbs on everything, and looked at stuff. I ended up buying nothing. I had three books in my hand at one point. What did you have in your hand? And I put them all back. Oh, I had this old Star Wars book I wanted to read, and then there I had a new book from the guy who did the Air, the Southern Reach trilogy. Mm-hmm. Vandermeer, I believe is his last name. There was a new series that I was thinking about grabbing that, and then I found an old copy that would complete my old trilogy of uh, Lord of the Rings. And I was like, you know what? I don't want these. And I put them back. And then bought beer and I bought a Wayfinder Hell. I bought a Breakside Wanderlust. And I drank those and I felt good. I think that's. I felt good. I think that's some of it. It's like, I, I don't know. I, the way it sounds, at least with your Powell's trip, is it was almost like a pressure to purchase the books because you were there. Right. And I don't go there very often, although that tends to be the place that I buy books, A, because I support local, and B, when it comes to books, and when it comes to really anything, like I'm I'm such an old fuddy-duddy that I don't really buy stuff online because I like feeling things in my hand before I buy them. I like kind of understanding what it looks like, what right. it feels like. The yeah. smell and all that kind of stuff. I, I'm with you. I, I don't buy books online. I just go to Powell's. And I, I usually am a new book guy. Like, I know they've got used books and they're cheaper. But I, I like kind of being the first person to crack the page. Sure. Um, every once in a while, even if you want to buy a specific book, I, I'm an insane person. I'm in the middle of, I think, no less than 15 series right now. Mm-hmm. And I just jump between them. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I finish a couple books, I'll go back to Powell's and then get the next book in said series. And it's like sometimes you get the used one and you're like, oh, I don't know. I've actually had it once where I got the used one and then went another time and saw a new one and I was like, ah, screw it. I'm going to get the new one. <laughs> and I, I bought the used one for $8. The new one's $12. I don't care. Just give me the new book. 
Uh, I think some of it's like give yourself a little leniency. Like, not everything's such high pressure. Not not. I think because I think what we've done as as a as a people is because we were shut in for so long. There's almost like this. Well, now that things are open again, we've got to do this. We have to do this. We have to do this. Force us back to normal. Almost this episode was almost born with that thought. Like, how do we get back to that? Right. And that's why I said I wanted to do open ended <clears throat> because I kind of wanted to have a conversation about it. Is I think we have to give ourselves a little bit of leniency and say it's not always the easiest thing to do mm-hmm. to just force yourself to do something that you don't want to do. Right. Um. And or or to force something because well this will make me feel like like I'm back to normal. I think I think some of what you're saying is also not being true to yourself. Yes. Like I was working with a coworker the other day, <clears throat> uh, working with a coworker the other day in radio, and he said he made a comment that he was like, "You are the most niche guy I've ever met when it comes to sports." And I think in the past, I would have been a little protective of that. I was like, no, I watch everything. There are things I like more, but I watch everything. And he said that to me, and my answer was, yes, you are correct. <laughs> this thing that you want to talk about all day, I could care less about. But this tiny little thing off the side that I am massively passionate about that you don't want to talk about, I'm kind of okay with that because I'm not walking away from that. Yeah. Like, that's me. Yep. And I think that's what a lot of it is, is sometimes you're talking about it with the pressures. And it's like, like to, again, to bring it full circle and bring it back to beer, it's like there's all this stuff out there, and we want to try all these different things and, and be adventurous and be crazy, where sometimes I don't want to do that. This beer we're drinking right now, I wish I wouldn't have grabbed it. Like after this conversation, I think this beer is fine. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong. We're it's drinking got a good smell. We're drinking Travel Perks India Pale Ale from Pizza Port. Uh, the the aroma's awesome, but this isn't this isn't what I want to drink right now, like at all. It's a little like overly sticky sweet. Yeah, and and I'm not even thinking about it like breaking down what the beer tastes like. It's like I shouldn't have done this. Why did you do this? You don't want to drink this beer right mm-hmm. now. It's not a bad beer. It's not a great beer. I don't have any opinion on it. Why'd you do that? You don't want this. You should have done what you wanted. Mm-hmm. I found a keg of Oktoberfest the other day, and I had three of them because I just said, you know what? F it. I don't care. Yeah. I'm drinking this beer again because the last time I drank a couple pints of this in a row, I felt really good. I think, uh, <laughs> not yes. like I'm drunk, but like, oh no, that it, was the <laughs> night we released Beer of the Week that you it, had a couple of pints in it, a row. <laughs> but it made me so happy. Like, like we had a party for a beer you're that a little, I didn't drink. You're a little stein. <laughs> we had a party for a beer that I didn't drink because I was obsessed with something else. Like, that made me feel good, and I understand how stupid that is and was probably not the best marketing ploy for us, the pod, for, for Berlick drink and all that stuff. But at that moment, I felt happy, and I saw that beer, and I was like, you know what? The last time I had that, I felt so good. Gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I think that's a that's a great way to look at it. And it's almost like my my advice of like try to get yourself to do the thing that you stop doing is almost kind of opposite of what we're saying of like just do what feels good. Mm-hmm. Um I think there is kind of a there is kind of a middle ground there where if you've been avoiding a hobby just because you don't want to do anything, there's that's a difference. That's just depression mm-hmm. and it's something that you'll have to deal with if you're going through it yourself. Go speak to somebody, it helps. Um even if it's just a family member or something, but you know, professional help is fantastic if you've been considering it. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, if it's just something you want to do, like I, for for example, for me, like I uh, have been watching The Sopranos for the first time. Oh, and welcome, my friend. Thank you. Uh, it's a really tough show for me to binge. Yeah, um, there's a lot going on. Well, it's uh, there's a lot going on, but the pacing is very deliberate. Mm-hmm. So it's hard after each episode to be like, I want to watch another hour of really deliberate pacing and all dialogue and like one or two action scenes, barely action scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, I have not watched the next episode of The Sopranos for like a month. Mm. And I'm on like season two, episode 10, was like near the end of season two. Reminds me of me and Westworld. Yeah. Um, and part of me is like, Mike, watch The Sopranos. You're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's each episode you watch, you're like, that's a good episode. But I don't really want to watch it right now. Mm-hmm. Like I sit down and it's like, what do you want to watch? And it's like, yesterday I threw on Parks and Rec. Yeah. I haven't watched that in a while. I was kind of I was going through that for a second time. Yeah. I'm in the last season. I was like, screw it. Put on, is that what you want to watch? Do you want to laugh at Andy Dwyer, like Chris Pratt being funny? <laughs> like, do you want to see how the show ends again? Yeah, I kind of do. Okay, well then watch a couple episodes of it. Yeah. And it's like just because I'm watching The Sopranos and I'm actually feeling a little internal pressure to finish it because there's so many other shows I want to watch, mm-hmm. and I, I I watch like one serious show at a time. So like Parks and Rec is funny and quick, so I can kind of counter that with The Sopranos. There's so many shows I want to watch. I want to start Squid Game on Netflix. I heard it's great. And it's like the number one Netflix show of all time. But I'm in the middle of The Sopranos, and it's going to be really difficult to start another serious show when I'm in the middle of The Sopranos. So I'm putting this pressure on myself, and it's also just like, or just don't do that. Mm-hmm. Or just do whatever feels right at the moment. Um, you know, in, in some cases, that may not be realistic. For some things you want to do, that may not be realistic. I mean, I threw working out in there. If you If you've been struggling to work out... Chances are you probably don't want to work out because a lot of it sucks. A lot of it sucks, and in some cases that might be you need to force yourself because it makes you feel better. But for other stuff like that, it's like yeah, just do you want to drink Oktoberfest six times in two days? <laughs> sure, go for it. Yeah, there's something about familiarity that really brings it because none of us want to be lonely. You know, just because you have good family, good friends, good partner, none of us want to be lonely. And if you roll into that lonely. The comfortability will make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm wearing a breakside sweatshirt, but don't work there. I haven't for a long time. But this sweatshirt makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just I'm I'm used to it. Like I know it. And so sometimes it's good to just find comfortability. And I think also and I'm lucky right now it's baseball playoffs because that's comfortable. That is helpful, yeah. Not because my team's in it all the time, but I think fantasy <laughs> because fo- I watch it. Fantasy football's helping me a lot because mm-hmm. it's a Good. weekly thing and, and Sundays are, are big. I, I look forward to Sundays now. I watched USA today. Yep, because it made me feel good, even though the game was extremely frustrating. It made me feel good. It give it, Sundays being red zone and fantasy football gives me a day where I just like plop on the couch and stress about my team and watch good games, and I love it. It's like a really happy place for me. Playing Skyrim again, fantastic. There you go. What's up? I'm playing an S load of football manager. You know, like two hours every two weeks, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, I'm playing way more football man. I'm playing like two hours a day of football manager. Nice. And uh, I'm having a blast. But um, I think that's kind of I think that's kind of where I'm going to fall on this. Is the best way to do it is to find comfort in things that you always found comfort in, and see if that helps you break out of the rut. If it's something you've been neglecting, if it's something you wanted to try differently, if you feel pressure to do something different here or there, just give yourself a break. Do you want to watch that? Sh- do you want to watch The Office for the nine hundredth time? Do it. Me and the girl do that. Funny you mentioned The Office. 
that's what we do. Yeah. When we don't know what to do, we do that because, because it makes us feel good. It's comfort. You yep. know, you know, it's coming, you know, it's coming. Yep. You know you like it. You we know laugh, it's funny. We look at each other, and you know we're watching the super fan episodes. We're like, "Oh, that's a new spot." Right. You know, or maybe you say the joke before it happens because yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're in a rut, I guess if you want to take anything from this, maybe you've taken other stuff from stuff that we've been talking about, but um, don't be afraid to comfort zone yourself. Yeah. It's uh, take care of yourself. It's good to be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and in certain times, it's good to be uncomfortable. It's good to push yourself. It's good to you know force change or try change to just like you know try to pep pep your step a little bit sometimes it's just good to chill yeah i think i'm gonna go spend 100 bucks on records for fun okay i'm gonna go buy a new 1400 hundred dollar tv tomorrow hell yeah dude damn you getting a new tv yeah my tv's broken yeah baby <laughs> it was very TV. noticeable because i was watching hockey yesterday and that's all white mm-hmm. and there's a there's a dead space in the middle of my tv that goes from directly in the middle to the far left side of it, and it's about ah like six inches wide, and it's just darker. New TV, new TV, and it's really annoying because you can't take your eyes off of it because it's the only thing different on the screen, and it's almost like it was almost messing with my eyes last night. I was like, I need to get this done now. It doesn't matter what we like. Most of us watch TV. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't watch a ton of TV, but when you watch TV and you got a nice one. It feel good. Well, yeah, my parents got a new one, and they were like, "Yeah, it looks it like looking really through good. a window." And I'm right. like, "Yeah, I can't wait for that." It my feels, TV's ten year old, ten years old. It feels real good. I need some upgraded picture quality. All right, well, let's uh, get to beer of the week next, huh? You said you're intrigued. Yep, I've got a really fun one. Okay. I think it's really cool. I'm I'm intrigued by this, and it all stems from a conversation from some random people that. I didn't know who they were. They didn't know who I was, and it was just talking about beer. And uh, if you got anything out of this, uh, we really appreciate it. We're just kind of shooting the S and just trying to figure it all out. I think we're all kind of in this together at this point. Let's get through this and get out the other side. It's a nice little evolution of what we do here, Mike, because you know I think we try to talk about beer because beer's fun, but I think we got to remember at the end of the day we're all people. Yep, that we are. All right, well, let's drink beer. Let's do it. Another one. Next. On Beers on Us. Beer of the Week time! Here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. And boy, after the first one, that one sucked. Yeah. That was like, it was just like, click, click. I would say it's a carbonation thing at this point. Okay. At this point. Well, just in the is sense, this an aged beer? No, 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 not at all. I just think that that beer might have had a little higher carbonation in it, which is why it got the mm. a little better. Uh, that is an IPA. This is a lager. Okay. I don't know why you would. I mean, lagers and IPAs do get carbed differently, but as far as a can goes, I don't know why you would want that. It's a different brewery, right? So tis tis a different brewery. However, we are going to stay in the great state of California. California. Um, so I had a really interesting conversation not too long ago with uh, this couple sitting at a bar. I was grabbing a nightcap and um, had this conversation with these two, and they were from the Bay Area, and so we were kind of talking about stuff. We were talking about breweries. And things like that, you know, and I mentioned the the staples I know, whether they're, you know, bigger and not as great or trendy or whatever, you know, we're talking Moonraker, we're talking Hen House, we're talking 
Lagunitas and and Russian River and 21st Amendment, kind of just talking about stuff. And they came to me and they were like, oh, there are these breweries we like. And some of them I had heard and some of them I hadn't. And they said that their favorite brewery in the Bay Area. And I they gave a and this was part of kind of what we were talking about last segment. Um just having that conversation with people where it doesn't matter. They were saying, oh, okay, well, my favorite brewery right now is in Oakland, and it's called Ghost Town. Great name. And I was like, never heard of it. Tell me about it. And they were like, well, they do all different kinds of styles, and we're just really into it. It's a cool spot, and we just love it. If you ever see some, go for it. And I was like, okay, hopefully I remember that. I'll probably forget. And I don't know the next time I'm going to the Bay Area, and I've never heard of them. Fast forward to today, I'm having a conversation with Dave Flores at Bridgetown, and he's like, yeah, I just got this stuff in from this brewery called Ghost Town in Oakland, and I went, why do I know that? <laughs> you already forgot. Why have I heard? Is that? Are you talking about the special song? Coming to a ghost town. Anyway, old like reggae stuff. Anyway, I heard it, and it clicked. I was like, that's what that couple was talking about, Ghost Town. And he was like, yeah, I'm getting some of their stuff. And we just got this collab with Hen House on a Pilsner from Ghost Town. And I'm going to try it after work. And I was like, you have cans? And I grabbed it and was like, we got to do it for Beer of the Week. Yeah. Well, uh, can's cool. It's uh, it's called Low Culture. Mm-hmm. And it is, uh, it's got both their logos on it. And it says, Low Culture is a West Coast Pilsner brewed with Strata Zuper... Sazer? Zuper Sazer? Gesundheit? Z-U-P-E-R is one word. Zuper. And then S-A-A-Z-E-R is the other word. <sighs> Zuper Sazer. Above my pay grade. And Eldorado Hops. Um, okay, so I don't know what that middle hop is, but you're talking ale IPA hops in a Pilsner. Well, I'm assuming that middle one is a very German sounding names so i'm gonna assume it, it is sounds a, european yeah i'm gonna assume that's more of a classic pilsner hop there um yeah so i took a smell the nose on this is very refreshing very different than the uh pizza port we just had which was a very good ipa nose this one you take a smell and it's like ooh, that's crisp i like that looks like this beer was made at hen house in santa rosa mm-hmm. and um upon first sip it's interesting it's almost like a it's almost like two different pilsners in once in one the second half of the sip gives me a lot of that classic Pilsner that I actually quite enjoy. And then the first half of it was like very dry and like it kind of, it like enters dry and then changes to more of like a different Pilsner. It's almost like they did two beers in one. Uh, Does that make sense? After your first sip? Am I an idiot? I mean, no, you're not an idiot. Your, your palate's your palate. Uh, I get something completely different from this. Um, I get a really great, kind of pilsner body and boy this beer finishes like an ale boy this beer finishes like a cold ipa if i ever saw one i'm getting strawberries on the back end you love those strawberries recently i, I don't know what it is i mean we eat a lot of fruit at the house so maybe i've been eating more strawberries than normal but i'm getting this it it finishes so much more full-bodied and full-bodied like an ale would be a full-body. And I don't mean this like this beer is all over the place. And maybe that's what you're talking about, two different beers. I just get this more, more layered body at the end than I would have guessed from the initial taste. 
Let me take another one. Yeah, I, mean, I do I, like the nose on this a lot. You're on yeah. that. I kind of feel like we're in the same boat here. I don't particularly love the front end of the sip. It's almost like... Boy, this beer drinks like an IPA. It's almost like watery to me in the front end. And then it hits. And you're like, oh, it's a Pilsner. And and I think that's it's very similar to what we're talking about. It's just hitting mm-hmm. our, our palates differently. Mm-hmm. So it's almost as like, I don't love the first beer, and I really like the second beer that's in this. <laughs> and you got to get through the first beer to get to the second beer because it's all part of the same sip. I've never had a beer like this that, yeah, that's been so distinctly different through the palate. Yeah, me neither. I'm really into this beer. I'm like really into this beer. And I think a lot of it is that I like what I taste, but I don't know what's going on. Is you it, know, it's maybe like, that hop that you've never heard of is very unique. It's kind of like, what the hell? What, 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 are, you, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, what? what, what? What's going on? You sprinkling that like McDonald's crack on the fries? Like what's going on? Like we all like fries, but why are these fries better than everybody else's fries? They're just potatoes. But yet, but yet, you can't stop eating them. I can't stop eating them. I'm really into this. I'm really into this, and I like I said, I get a lot of that great kind of Pilsner vibe to it, but there's just some complexity and fullness of the body that keeps me wanting more. I think this beer finishes fantastic, which is probably why I keep saying, God, it finishes like an ale. And I think as a predominantly ale drinker, uh, this beer finishes dry yet not overly dry. I want another sip because the flavor's really good. It finishes cold to me. Cold. What's up? This beer tastes cold. It does. This beer tastes wet. You know what I mean? It's well, I think on one the can, of those things. On the can, it says something about like store, like something cold about the way they make the beer. But it actually, like, it almost like gives me like a chill, like at the end of the sip. It's like, it's like I just had a little mint and like it's sitting in there, like cooling off my throat. This is a weird beer. I've never had anything like this before. But I got told that Ghost Town is where it's at in the bay. Okay. So now that I've seen it, I can't wait to have it. And and Mr. Flores told me that there should be some stuff coming through. So I can't wait to get my hands on more of it. Um, what I was going to say is like the end of this beer finishes dry like I want another sip. But if that's the last thing I taste, I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like you always want beers to finish like, ooh, I got to have another one. That's That's the marketing. That's the sales side of it. And and also a quality of flavor side to it. But sometimes it feels nice to have a sip of beer and go, I'm going to go to bed. I'm done. Because you know what? That feels good. The palate is complete. Yep. I am a happy camper. I'm, I'm not as in love with this beer as you are, but I do think it's a really wild ride throughout the entire thing. And I don't know how much I love this beer. I think it's more of just like, I am so heavily intrigued mm-hmm. that... I'm into it. Okay. Looks like you're about to play a song. No, I wanted to see something. Oh, okay. I just he opened Spotify on his phone. I was like, "Are we about to end this episode with your own music and not the pre?" <laughs> Me playing music off my phone over the microphone? the microphone. Like what? What am I? Like a heavy metal kid at a bar trying to play kids' music while they're sitting outside in front of other people? Yeah. Oh yeah, I run into that all the time. <laughs> like, hey guys, I don't care what style of music you like, but if you're sitting outside drinking a beer, the other tables. They don't want to hear what music you're playing. Get headphones. Please, <laughs> please, please. No, you got to share the... Uh. 
That's going to do it for us today. Let us know if you've got any tips or tricks for getting out of the rut or if anything that we said helped you. And uh, if you've had Ghost Town before, let us know what you think. Instagram.com slash beers on us. Uh, we'll be back next week every Thursday at 4. You said we had an episode, and then I already forgot what it was. Pumpkin style. Oh, that's right. Now that I've fully had way too much pumpkin now beer. Now that Mike's done with pumpkin. But I'm going to like do a bunch of research about like the history and stuff. Well, I did see a couple of Instagram posts, funny enough, after I said I don't see it from anyone other than... Elysian, <laughs> that there are some pumpkin beers out there. Pumpkin, pumpkin. I love pumpkin flavors. Yeah, I love pumpkin not? pie. I a love style. pumpkin ice done, cream. I love pumpkin spice lattes. We haven't done a style in a while. I think I'm a, a basic a, bitch. I think it would be a fun little easy style to, or not not an easy style. I think it's actually quite a complex style. But I think it'd be a fun, easygoing episode to kind of, uh, uh, you know, continue our our ideals here of being different and fresh. I'm gonna go put on my Uggs leggings and North Face jacket. And I will uh, be here next week for Pumpkin Style Beer. And I'm going to tell you that my favorite Beatles album is Let It Be because it's so simple yet complex and a lost masterpiece and hipstered up. Be well, guys. We'll see you guys next week. King says. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.